Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I am here today with the 44th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I appreciate everyone being here, and thank you very much. If you are listening to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, definitely check it out on my website, jonathanlittlepoker.com, where you can also see a video of the hand as well, which makes it a little bit easier to follow. So in this hand, I pick up pocket tens. This is actually, if you remember back to last week's episode, this was shortly after I made that big fold with the pocket queens. So in a spot where I normally would have lost most of my chips, I ended up saving my stack, which was 75 big blinds, which is significant. And now we're going to see if I get rewarded or punished for making the big fold. So I raised with pocket tens to 250. Again, the same blinds, 50, 100 from last week. From third position, same splashy guy calls in the low jack seat and I see a heads up flop so the pot is I guess 650 flop comes jack of spades 10 of spades 3 of diamonds and I have pocket 10s so this is actually a play I really like to do in cash games especially whenever you um, whenever, whenever you don't mind if you lose your stack what I like to do is I like to continuation bet as I would with my whole range so I bet 375 into the 600 50 pot. I guess it's worth mentioning that if the stacks were shorter, I'd probably be betting smaller, but we are still very deep. And when my opponent raises to 875, I think this is a spot where a lot of players re-raise small to around 2,000, or they call. And I think both of those plays are actually very inferior to going all in. And if I was playing a cash game, I would be going all in in the spot with all of my draws, my good draws, at least. Pretty much any flush draw plus any sort of straight draw or over cards. Like, say I had ace four spades, I'd be shoving. If I had king four of spades, which I probably wouldn't raise from the spot, but if I did have king four of spades, I, I would probably shove that as well. I'd be unhappy about it, but I think I'd still shove it. And if you're going to be shoving your draws, you also want to be shoving your premium made hands. And especially against a guy who is splashy, as I noted my opponent was, these type of players are very prone to call with a lot of their pretty good but not amazing hands, and they're very prone to raise with either their draws or their very strong made hands. Most of the time. Of course, some splashy guys like to raise, but I remember this particular opponent, and he liked to call most of the time. And because he raised, that made me think he either has a big draw, which I actually don't care if he folds, right? If he shows me 8-7 of spades, I would say, let me go in and you can fold. I'd be happy with that because my opponent has a ton of equity. And if he had something like pocket threes, I of course don't want to call or re-raise small because that may allow him to get off the hook if a bad spade comes on the turn. So this is a scenario where I think shoving is by far my best option. And it's something I don't see a lot of people doing with very deep stacks. Um, In cash games, I think this play is also very good because a lot of people are going to think you're trying to push them off of their hand with a draw. And so they're going to look you up with a lot of made hands. I mean, this is a scenario in cash games where people are going to call off with stuff like Queen Jack because they think, oh, this guy clearly has a draw and I beat a draw, so I have to call. But they're not really thinking that actually your shoving range is premium made hands and also premium draws. And against that range, top pair is in very bad shape. So I definitely love the play of going all in in cash games and in tournaments, but not quite as much in tournaments because... Usually the stacks are either very deep or very shallow, one of the two. And here we just happen to have roughly 75 big blind stacks like a typical cash game is. 
Um, so I like this play. I think it's I think it's good, and I think it will get called by a lot of marginal hands. You'll find that in tournaments, though, a lot of people will fold out their marginal top pairs. So for that reason, I don't love to play quite as much in tournaments because no one really wants to risk their stack with queen jack. But in cash games where people can just rebuy, I'm I'm very very happy to make this play with my premium hands as well as my premium draws. So my opponent does call. He has jack ten. So like I said, he's never getting away from this hand. And the turn was actually a spade, which is. Exactly what I did not want to happen. I would hate to have called the flop bet, and the turn comes spade, then I'm check-calling down. The turn will go check. He'll check behind. Then on the river, I'll value bet. He'll call. But then notice we don't get the stacks in. Also, if I decide to re-raise small to say, whatever, min re-raise, if he decides to call and the turn's a spade, maybe he doesn't get stacked. But by shoving the flop, we pretty much guarantee we're going to stack him when he has a good made hand, and we also protect our hand against the various draws. And it's kind of interesting. Like, if, I, if our opponent has king-queen offsuit, I want him in the pot, but at the same time, I don't know which cards are bad for me. It's, it, it, we, we're going to have a really tough time if we decide to slow play on this board. So make a point to not slow play, especially when you are shoving for roughly seven or eight times your opponent's raise size, which we were, or less. And I actually just had a new cash game book come out called Jonathan Little on Live No Limit Cash Games Volume 2. And... I go through a ton of hand examples just like this. It's set up in a quiz format so you can test yourself. If you like Weekly Poker Hand, this podcast, which hopefully you do because we are 44 episodes into it, you will love this book. I believe there are 100 hand examples that I played in uh, in live cash games. And I was very happy with the amount of interesting spots I found myself in. And I, I go through all those in a quiz format so you can test yourself and see if you came up with the same plays that I did. So definitely check that out. You can get it at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash cash2. So C-A-S-H, then either the number two or T-W-O. It doesn't matter. So jonathanlittlepoker.com slash cat slash jonathanlittlepoker.com slash cash2. It's hard to say that. It's a tongue twister. And uh, check that out. And, and you will see me making this play from time to time in this book and in, in cash games as well in general. And I definitely love it and it's more applicable to cash games and tournaments, but sometimes in the exact right scenario, you will find spots like this in tournaments, and this is one of them. So thank you very much for watching or listening, if you are listening on iTunes or Stitcher, or if you're watching at jonathanlillpoker.com, and I will talk to you next week.